Living a well-balanced lifestyle goes beyond ensuring your finances are in order. Welcome to Keeping the Well in Wealthy with Barbara Archer from Hightower. Barbara speaks with wellness industry leaders and related professionals to share more than financial planning advice. She addresses your questions about living a healthy lifestyle at any age. Learn how to gracefully maneuver life's challenges with support and resources to guide you along the way. Barbara and the team at Hightower help you make a plan, make an investment, and make a difference in your own wealth and well-being, and in your families, and within your community. Thank you for listening to Keeping the Well in Wealthy with Barbara Archer, sponsored by Hightower. Now, on to the show. Hello, and welcome to Keeping the Well in Wealthy with your host, Barbara Archer from Hightower. Barbara, how are you? I am well, Eric. How are you today? I am. I'm so excited. I'm so excited about your podcast. I'm, I'm going to be asking about this podcast in a little bit. This is your inaugural. This is your very first one. But before I ask you about the podcast, I want to ask you a little bit about you. Sure. All right. Ask away. All right. So audience, this podcast is really broken up kind of into two sections. We're going to talk a little bit about Barbara's history and get into why she's created this podcast and what it's all about. And then the second one are going to actually be some personal questions that we'll get into so you can get to know Barbara as a human being and a, and a fantastic person. So let's start off with a little bit of history. Barbara, why did you decide to work in financial services? Uh, can you tell us just a little bit about that history? Happy to share that, Eric. I have a bachelor's in medical technology. That's clinical chemistry, hematology, microbiology, blood banking, and I worked my way through school as a chemist in a hospital lab. Upon graduation, they were offering me 25 cents more an hour. Yay. Wow. And yes, I had school loans. Mm -hmm. I went into my dean and I complained that that was so unfair and women getting the short end of the stick and I was not a happy person about it. And so he said, one of the things I can do is get you an interview. And I said, well, sure. Where would that be? Well, it was at General Motors. And that interview occurred in a very dingy, dark Mm -hmm. laboratory that I was so excited to be in because it was in a manufacturing plant. Mm -hmm. And it was very exciting for me. The opportunity was to supervise an industrial chemistry lab. So the beauty of that is I would make a lot of money and I would have the opportunity to make changes in this dingy lab. What I didn't realize is they really wanted a chemical engineer and they wanted a man. So they were escorting me out and I said, well, before I leave, could I just take a peek in the lab and see what you're doing here? Because I'm just fascinated. My dad worked at General Motors. Mm -hmm. So I thought this would be fun. So I went through and when we sat down um, to just finish the interview, I grabbed the gentleman's tablet and I said, well, I know you want a chemical engineer, but I actually know how to run a lab. So here are the 10 things that I saw were errors that you could pick up and correct immediately. So needless to say, I did get the job. And thankfully, they also paid for my MBA, which I received at night. And then in 1980, I got married to my husband, Steve, and we moved to St. Louis. Well, once we were married in here, I took a next job at Ralston Purina, now known as Nestle Purina. Mm -hmm. And I was in marketing and we hired my husband and I a financial planner. So when we met with the financial planner, 
it was an eye-opening experience. Now, remember my husband, who was an engineer, and I was a reliability engineer, and then we both had MBAs, and this gentleman had never had a statistics course. So I understood very quickly that he didn't understand risk. He was not well-educated in tax. And so we had somewhat volatile meeting of our mm. expectations. And he said, why don't you do this for a living? So it percolated for a little bit. And in <laughs> 1983, I thought, why not? I'll give it a try. And if I'm no good, I'll get a real job again. So here I am. There you are. And I'm still enjoying it and very excited to continue doing this. Oh, that that's fantastic. So I, I know that this podcast is really for all of Hightower, right? You're, you're kind of doing this as a representative of Hightower. Mm -hmm. And I love that because other advisors are going to be able to use this information, glean a lot. You're going to have guests on the show. Uh, but before we get into that, like I said, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, I want to know a little bit more about your practice specifically. Like, who do you work with and, and what is your specialty currently? Well, Eric, thank you for asking. I will tell you, we work with intelligent, kind, generous, typically well-traveled individuals and families. They're business owners, C-suite executives, professionals. And I was our family's primary income provider. So we do have a special understanding of women in similar positions. Mm -hmm. As far as specializing, the one thing we always start with is a plan. And before we can even talk about investment strategies, we have to understand the family's financial, tax, legal, and relationship situations. Our thoughtful plans and our bespoke portfolios are customized to each family. Hmm. So our specialty I would say our families in transitions. And if you know a family that's not going through transition, I think we had a little moment there before we started this, you're getting ready to move, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know any life that doesn't have transition of some there kind. There you go. There. There My you goodness. Go. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's amazing. So let me ask you this. Who is your ideal client? I mean, you, you said you work with smart clients. You work with people that are, are kind of engaged. Is there anything that you would expand on when it comes to, I guess, the, the picture perfect client for you? I would say families where we share mutual respect and enjoy a culture of thoughtfulness and kindness. Our team is very generous and involved in the community. And I would tell you that our clients are as well. Nice. We really provide personal value and our job is to make their lives easier in addition to financial performance. So depending on age, our friends come to us with investable portfolios of anywhere from 2 million to 50 million and more. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm still reeling from the, the story about GM, your boldness, because that could have gone one of two ways. And, and I'm so glad that it went the way it did and you were hired and, and the boldness that you showed in that, um, somebody could have had their pride hurt, right? Very easily by you showing, Hey, these are the things you need to fix. But the beauty of it is whoever that was, they accepted the feedback and realized your potential and your boldness. And obviously that's why you were selected to do this podcast. And, and I'm asking you that next. Why did you decide to create this podcast? Well, very simply. We want to always help people through difficult situations in their lives. You mentioned that first job at GM. What I didn't share with you is there wasn't even a woman's restroom because there were no women, wow. right? I mean, it's in the 70s and women mm -hmm. 
didn't have those positions. So I've been through many transitions and challenges in my life, and so have, have many people on our team. Not only will we be bringing in leaders from different fields to assist us in giving some very professional advice, we will be adding much of our own experiences to these discussions. Mm -hmm. And we're looking forward to helping people gracefully transition or find the resources and suggestions for them for many different types of challenges. It could be with mental challenges, could be with family issues as far as questioning whether or not they should adopt or not, infertility. It might be anything from having a child that is being challenged with drug addiction. It could be caring for our family members, um, caring for your parents. We, I think we had a little comment once too about not only are we in the sandwich ge generation, it's kind of the club sandwich That's right. generation. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a great way to describe it because some people have parents, kids, and grandkids, and maybe even great grandkids if they're blessed, uh, you know, <laughs> with five generations right. at once. And not Ooh. only that, they're caring for them, and many times yes. they're still working or they're involved in the community. And it's a lot to juggle. And sometimes it's just a conversation we'll have is how do you manage stress? Yeah. Well, I, I tell you, um, I had listened to a podcast not too long ago. I wish I had paid more attention because it was truly about helping people that are transitioning maybe into retirement or they're already in retirement. They need to transition into a smaller home. Um, sure. And with us moving, we are having to consolidate some stuff. We are going into a slightly smaller home, but um, you mentioned my transition. And yes, we're, we're moving houses. And they talked about getting a professional organizer to help with that transition. And, and we didn't, and boy, it's tough. <laughs> but you know, I, I think about that a lot is what my parents went through uh, when they retired and the kids are out of the house and they don't need you know three bedrooms worth of stuff. They don't need a living room and a family room worth of stuff. They went to a much smaller home and um, it was easier for them because they were, you know, they traveled a lot, but it, it's one of those things that we just don't think about. So I love the fact that you're gonna be bringing leaders to the podcast. And really, you know, as your guests, uh, delivering great information. So can you give me a sneak peek of you know, maybe a couple of those leaders, uh, not necessarily their names, but what their roles are and what they're going to bring to it? Oh, sure. Um, we will have some psychologists and some medical professionals nice. that are also authors. They have published on challenges that individuals do have with children having perhaps bad behavior. Other times it might be negotiating your way through the offerings if you have a disabled child. Mm -hmm. Another one could be is how do you find the right place for a parent? Is it assisted living? Is it memory care? When is the time you make decisions yeah. on taking over finances for them or taking the keys away from a mm. parent, which is, uh, you might not have had to do that yet can be challenging. Um, yeah. It can be anything from our own health. What are the best ways that we can take care of ourselves so that we can take care of others? Is it changes in our nutritional standards for ourselves? Is it a different way to find activities that bring us joy? Are there ways to increase our own sense of purpose in participating 
in charitable events, in on boards, many different ways. So we will be covering quite a large list of many areas that should engage most of our audience, I would think, because there will be a day when you say, hey, that's me, or yeah. I need that. That's so important. And I didn't think of that. And where do I get that information? Absolutely. No, that's fantastic. And I know that there's a team behind you. We're not going to talk about the team so much today, but one of those team members, a little kind of like a little bird in my ear said, I'm supposed to ask you about what you do in the community. Cause it, it sounds pretty amazing, but I haven't heard anything. She just said, you got to ask her. I said, okay. I've been on many not-for-profit boards, including the Girl Scouts of Eastern Missouri, the St. Louis Zoo, Mercy Health Foundation Board, and the Financial Committee. And I'm a past board president of COCA. That's the Center of Creative Arts. Mm. I'm currently active on the Zoo's Plan Giving Committee and on the St. Louis Symphony and the Children's Hospital Legacy Advisory Council. And we have a professional women's organization called St. Louis Forum, where I'm on the program committee, and I've assisted in securing some terrific speakers. So I, I would say our podcast guests are going to be just as exciting as many of our speakers have been. And I'm also on our club's membership committee where I get to meet many new, interesting folks every day. Wow. That is a list. Holy cow. You are busy. <laughs> well, it's fun. Yeah. Well, that's good. And it, obviously it's a, a theme of giving back. Uh, I want to, I want to shift just slightly. This will be the last question of this section. Uh, but what is the business philosophy of Hightower St. Louis, because that's where you're at. I know this this is, uh, this is podcast is for all of Hightower, uh, but I really would like to know what your business philosophy is and kind of how it fits into that greater culture. Well, our team has a motto. It's make a plan, make an investment, make a difference. So of course, that's very broad, right? You can invest your time or invest your money. You can make a difference in your own life where you can make a difference in the lives of your family or your community. Mm -hmm. So first we understand the family's challenges, their risk tolerance, their dreams, and then we design a shared plan and customized investment strategy to be executed and monitored while allowing for flexibility as life changes. We talked about life transitions. So some people wanna focus on socially responsible investments and we're sensitive to that as well. So I would tell you the business philosophy of Hightower is the same as ours. That is flexibility and the opportunity to be able to provide, whether it's active or passive or a combination of investments, as well as alternative investments as appropriate, private equity, distressed assets, real estate, those types of things. So Hightower has been a wonderful home and many of us share every day, little internal comments, suggestions. Mm -hmm. So it's a shared camaraderie that makes it fun. And one of the other commonalities is the generosity, not only of the advisors, but Hightower also helps in communities throughout the United States. So a lot of similar philosophies between our little place in St. Louis, as well as the entire corporation. Yeah, well, I think it speaks volumes that Hightower is is putting this podcast together. And again, kudos to you that they, you were the person they selected to as the face of the podcast. Oh, and the voice of the podcast, I should say, too. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that that's fantastic. And it's obvious to me that that's 
just another branch of them reaching out and giving and, and you as well. Um, well so thank you. And I, I feel very honored to be able to play with them and participate in this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're going to switch gears, get okay. personal. Ready? Uh-oh. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you to open any closets for skeletons or anything like that. <laughs> um, but I did, again, the little bird spoke to my ear and said that I'm supposed to ask you, is it true that you wanted to be an astronaut growing up? You know, they got that little bit of information and it keeps coming up. The answer is, <laughs> yes, I wanted to be an astronaut. I mean, who wouldn't want to be growing up like I did? And I mean, I remember sitting in school, we got to watch rockets go up in the wow. air, yeah. watching the first man on the moon. I mean, all of these things were so exciting. So yes, I actually applied. I got through several rounds and then I was rejected. It was heartbreaking. Mm. But, you know, at least I tried. And since then, I've gone skydiving. I've had friends that fly acrobatic planes. I've gotten to do that. I've done, I guess, should I say on a podcast? I've done zero gravity. Some know it as the vomit comet, which oh. I didn't get sick, but it's where you get zero gravity. You get to float like they do in space. So really? that was wow. great. Yes. And I got to do air combat flying. So really? Yeah, so I've oh, gotten man. to do a lot of fun things and just think now with the progress, if I pay enough, I might be able to still go into space, right? Well, here's the thing is I was just going to bring that up with your resume of all those flights and all that time, Elon Musk, if you're listening, <clears throat> this, this resume, <laughs> yes, this, this resume right now, really, I, I believe there's a good sponsorship opportunity here, Elon, to sponsor Ooh. her going into space. And then we'll talk about it on the podcast. Eric, my new best friend. I'm just telling you. I love it. We try, we, we do what we can. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Barbara, when you're not working, what do you do for fun? Oh, lots of things. I like adventure. So fun. Do you have time for fun with all those boards? I just got to ask. I do. I'm trying to narrow down the things that I enjoy. I like to dance, golf, hike, travel, cook, entertain, read, watercolor. Lately, I haven't skied or scuba dived, but I do enjoy both. Oh, nice. Um, and I'm recovering from shoulder surgery, and my next feat is to master pickleball. That seems to be a hot topic lately, so I'm like, I'll try that. There we go. So I like trying lots of things. And you've heard our music, right? So dance. I love Latin dance, especially tango. Awesome. That is great. Well, I, I do believe that you just gave a sneak peek to one of the future podcasts about pickleball, if I'm not mistaken. That's going to be yes. part of one of the future podcasts. I, I remember talking about that a little bit off air, uh, but we'll leave that for the surprise for the audience for later. Great. All right, Barbara, if, and this is a, a wide open question. If you had all the money you ever needed, and, and what I mean by that is you wake up tomorrow and your bank account literally says a trillion bucks, a trillion dollars right in there. What would you do? What I'm doing now, spend time with my family, visit friends, try new adventures, meet new people, learn to new technology, continue to be service oriented like our high tower team to ease mm -hmm. burdens and enhance the quality of life for others. I have fun. I mean, this is what I do. Yeah. It's well, what gives me joy. Isn't that what it's all about? Yeah, absolutely. And with, with the boards you named, I know that you're very charitable uh, with not only your time, but your finances. And so I, I'm sure that that trillion dollars would go to very good use for sure. So I'm, well, I've, we, we often work with people who have enough 
Mm-hmm. And so what do you do with the extra? It's that legacy That's building. Right. It's the fun part. That's why I want to keep doing this. Absolutely. All right, Barbara, what's your idea of success? You know, that's an interesting question. I can tell you in the past when I was younger, I might have said having a successful business, being recognized by Barron's or Forbes or one of those Mm -hmm. things that sounded so good when I was much younger. I would tell you my definition of success is enjoying the time I spend with my family, finding and making that time with my husband, Steve, for 42 years, we still put up with each other, (laughs) spending time with my children, Ryan and Kristen, who pursue their own paths. And actually, my brothers, I would say part of the success is having brothers that are participating in their own ways to help lovingly care for my 94-year-old mother in memory care. So that's success when you can maintain relationships through difficult times Mm -hmm. and share experiences and share time with friends and family. So success. And again, when I was younger, it was about the money. Yeah. Now it's about the relationships and the adventures. I think most people when they're younger think it's about the money because they think money equals freedom and where it does in a way. And that's what I know that you help people plan for that freedom all the time. But I I really think we begin to shift that mindset and and understand that time is truly the most valuable thing where, you know, and how we're spending that time. So I, I love that answer. Absolutely. It is. All right. Uh, I just got a couple more questions. Uh, This next one is, what is one thing you recommend most to clients, family, or friends? And and we, this is wide open. Could be a pizza topping, could be a book, could be a movie, could be a philosophy. What do you got? Well, remember, I'm still a wealth advisor. So I have to tell you, (laughs) and I buried 19 family members. So Mm. I have to tell you that updating your titling beneficiaries and legal documents to make it easier for those you leave behind. It's one of Mm -hmm. the kindest gifts you can leave. No one wants to talk about it, but I do. And I think we'll be doing this on a podcast someday. It's my latest one is pre-plan whatever you want to do in the future. I mean, my husband and I bought our cremation packages because Mm -hmm. they'll pick us up anywhere in the world and send the box back to the kids. Well, there you go. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and, so and, you know, some people think it's morbid. To me, it's just really good planning. Well, and the thing is, it, it I like the way you phrase it. it. It's one of the most thoughtful things that you can do for somebody else. It, it is kind of a quote unquote morbid, I'm using air quotes on a podcast, <laughs> okay. quote unquote morbid topic, but it doesn't stop it from being reality. Just because we don't want to talk about something doesn't mean it's not going to happen, right? So I, I think it's, um, again, that boldness that you have comes out and you know, just get in there and talk about it. Let's go. So I, sure. I love that. All right. This is my favorite question. I'm, I'll, I'll save the entire podcast. Barbara, you seem to be an open book anyway, so maybe there isn't anything, but is there one thing you could tell us that most people don't know about you? Besides never having been a blonde. Um, <laughs> okay. Now I've got to go really far back. To okay. think. I mean, everyone knows I'm everything about me. I'm pretty transparent. I was a finalist for the Miss Teenage Pittsburgh all right. contest because I was looking for scholarship money. When I got far enough, I got a little, it wasn't much, yeah. but <laughs> I didn't win. 
Every little bit helps, right? With education, especially nowadays. <laughs> that's right. But that's probably the strangest thing that I can think of because you know, all the other strange things that maybe, <laughs> and there's maybe some that shouldn't be on a podcast. Okay. okay. We'll, we'll leave those off the podcast. Then, okay. For sure. <laughs> all right. Well, as we wrap this up, one more personal question, and then we'll ask a little bit more about the podcast. What is your proudest achievement? If you had to tell me the single most proudest achievement you've got, what is it? Hmm. I would have to say my family. I mean, that's not an achievement. That's my joy, my life. I would say that you didn't ask me about any personal mottos and mine is always grateful, never satisfied. Mm. So achievements are probably always improving things. So I look at any situation I've been in, can I make it kinder, nicer, mm -hmm. uh, more friendly, more profitable? Can we get to an answer for someone more quickly? Can we transition them more gracefully to their next stage? So my proudest achievement with besides my family is probably my ability to be able to be that change maker in someone else's life. Yeah. Well, I would say with somebody with 42 years of marriage, that is an achievement because I'm, <laughs> I'm at 29. And so I haven't gotten to the 42 stage, but it, it's not easy, you know, and it family is an achievement. So congratulations for that. And yes, I, I know that you're a change maker just by the few times that we've spoken. So I'm excited to be a small part of this podcast with you. I'm so excited of the things that you're going to be doing on the podcast. And, and I, I loved the motto, but now I forgot it. Please tell me. Always what, grateful. Sure. There it Always is. grateful, never satisfied. Always grateful, never satisfied. I love that. All right. Thank as you. we wrap this up today, who should be listening to this podcast? It's This is nationwide. In fact, it's worldwide, technically, but nationwide, who should be listening to this? I would say anyone that's interested in living a healthy lifestyle at any age. Life can be messy. So those who are curious, stressed, or confused, as well as those who want to engage in the conversation of how to make their own lives healthier, more fulfilled, and purposeful, we will be addressing challenging life issues, as well as fun current topics by providing resources and guidance from those industry leaders we discussed to help reduce stress and provide happier outcomes mm. by keeping the well and wealthy. Oh, that's, I love it. Barbara, thank you so much for your time today. Well, thank you. It was a pleasure. Look forward to speaking with you again, Eric. Me too. And of course, we want to thank you, listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Keeping the Well and Wealthy with Barbara Archer. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, which I know you haven't because this is the very first one, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Barbara comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it really easy to share these podcasts with your friends and family. And a lot of the topics she's going to be talking about with her guests are things that you and your friends are most likely talking about right now, because I know my friends and I are all talking about what it feels like to be almost 50. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> those are one of those things that, you know, I remember that day, right? Yeah. We, we all <laughs> chat about that. So share this podcast with your friends and family and, and open a discussion because it'll be fun. Again, thanks for listening today for everyone at Hightower. This is Eric Johnson reminding you to go out in the world and make a difference. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Keeping the Well in Wealthy with Barbara Archer, sponsored by Hightower.
Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Hightower Wealth Advisors. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Hightower Wealth Advisors is a group comprised of investment professionals registered with Hightower Advisors LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Some investment professionals may also be registered with Hightower Securities LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors LLC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk and there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is neither indicative nor a guarantee of future results. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data or other information referenced herein is from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other data or information contained in this presentation is provided as general market commentary and does not constitute investment advice. Hightower Wealth Advisors and Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates make no representations or warranties expressed or implied as to the accuracy or completeness of the information or for statements or errors or omissions or results obtained from the use of this information. Hightower Wealth Advisors and Hightower Advisors LLC assume no liability for any action made or taken in reliance on or relating in any way to this information. The information is provided as of the date referenced in the document. Such data and other information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed herein are solely those of the authors and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates. Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates do not provide tax or legal advice. This material is not intended or written to provide and should not be relied upon or used as a substitute for tax or legal advice. Information contained herein does not consider an individual's or entity's specific circumstances or applicable governing law, which may vary from jurisdiction to jurisdiction and be subject to change. Clients are urged to consult their tax or legal advisor for related questions.